I think that my uncle has it all together as far as like turkey and gift wrapping and surviving the apocalypse. Surviving the apocalypse. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Hey there, Jilted Indian Podcast listeners. This is Miranda. Anju. And Pooja. And we come in love and courage. Yes, we do. Good. I love that. Okay. It's Thanksgiving week. I don't know about you, but I've done absolutely nothing about it. I literally asked my parents this morning what the plan was because I just got here. <laughs> like, my job is just to show up. Uh, same here. I see. It's going to be a hot, hot mess. I'm not prepared for That's how my Thanksgiving's going. <laughs> I just think that in my mind, I'm still a kid and kids don't do anything. No. And, and my aunt even said, you know, just bring brownies. I'm like, <laughs> what like, kind of brownies? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Half of my family's in India. So like the usual people that take care of certain dishes are not here. Mm-hmm. At least I'm going to bring something. I think I'm going to make a bundt cake cornbread. That sounds good. I got it from a friend of mine who is from Mississippi. So it's Southern. Isn't cornbread by definition southern? Yeah, but like a southern. <laughs> What's the difference like between it. cornbread and corn pone? Corn pone bread? I don't pone know. <laughs> pone in the Caribbean is like a pudding uh, made of root vegetables that you cook in a banana leaf. Like, Hold on, y'all. I'm asking Uncle Google right now. Aren't you raised an interesting question? What were the staples of your Thanksgiving? Well, remember, I was like ultra all about America when I was growing Mm -hmm. up. So I always thought this was super ultra weird about my family. Mm -hmm. But there was always Indian food at the American style Thanksgiving that we had. And for the first couple of decades, I was like, my family's so freaking weird. Y'all are weird. Y'all are, wait, this is awesome. Let's have this every single year. American food is boring and bland. Can we please have fish curry and cuppa, please? Yeah. And so now I even brought one of my very good friends who is white to one of my Thanksgivings. And he was like, damn. This is awesome. Like, (laughs) Indian food's awesome. I now embrace the weirdness that is the Indian immigrant dinner. What about y'all? I have remembrances of two distinct Thanksgivings. My Thanksgivings of younger years, when we were freshly immigrant, uh, had the staples of Caribbean food, Caribbean party food, like fried rice and macaroni pie and all these things. and uh, But we would do very American things. Like we would have game night, adults versus kids. We would play football. We would watch football. Um, but as an adult, I don't go to family Thanksgivings on my dad's side anymore. I go to my mom's stuff. And all we do is we try to... Thanksgiving to us is more like recipe lab. Like there's something we want to try, a technique, a dish, something. Mm. And uh, we'll all make that. And so it could be any type of cuisines. My adult Thanksgivings, I think, is culinary better. But I had, I had, a, I have American memories of immigrant Thanksgivings. Except, you know, it's both the food and the culture. That's pretty neat. Yeah. Uh, Anju? Um, we actually tried to do American style. My mom worked for a nursing home when we were kids, so she would usually like get the turkey and stuff from them. And then, you know, we're in, we're Indian, so we don't know how to make these like Southern American <laughs> traditional dishes. So like we just bought everything. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of always sort of it was American, but it was always just like this is it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and with the food, I don't know. Our Thanksgiving food when I was younger was the Caribbean stuff, but that would be the food for everything. 
Christmas it'd be the same stuff except different people would bring their version of their fried rice or their version of palau or whatever, you know? For New Year's Eve it'd be the same thing and then for Fourth of July it'd be the same thing plus barbecue. We got, we ate the same Caribbean party food at every fucking party. <laughs> <laughs> Let's eat some different American food, you nice. know? Uh, my dad always, every year, insists on wanting to do the turkey, but he always overcooks it. Oh. He does the worst thing you can do to me, which is overcook it. Yeah. And That's a very Indian thing. It is, I, yeah, they turn it into like rubber. Because we have sauces to compensate. I don't know. I Maybe. They I, think they, it's not cooked until it's like. They read one new story like, about E. coli. <laughs> and now all meat has E. coli. I don't know what it is, but my uncle is unbelievable at making the turkey. And so Josh Engel's what we call him. And uh, Josh Engel makes this ultra somehow insanely delicious turkey. The meat is not undercooked, not overcooked. It's just right. It's baby bear, you know, mm. from Goldilocks. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, it's, uh, you're eating baby bear. We're eating baby bear. Yes. <laughs> so like, it's just juicy, tasty, everything. And every, every once in a while, my dad will be like, I'll make the turkey. And we're all like, no. <laughs> Uh, speaking of like awkward Thanksgiving, immigrant Thanksgiving, immigrant Thanksgiving, mm -hmm. yeah, like we decided to collect some stories from some listeners and friends about what your immigrant experience is like, and we got some pretty cool answers. So, we, what do you got, Pooja? We did. So, I reached out to my cousins who are diasporic in various ways. Um, one cousin lives in Canada, one lives in Florida, and one is um both foreign countries right and and one is both um caribbean diasporic and pakistani diasporic so my cousin nadia when i asked the the question was you know tell us about your immigrant stories what was on your table etc etc so she said uh my dad just said we aren't american and refused it until one of his side hosted it and then he gave it uh, emoji, <laughs> crying, laughing, emoji. Cry, laughing. <laughs> and then my cousin from Canada, and for their Canadian Thanksgiving, she is very succinct, Ashisha. She said that, well, on Thanksgiving, we are the cooked dal and rice and katahar, which is this um, like savory jackfruit type of uh, vegetable. Yeah. And... Um, or chicken curry, and that's their Thanksgiving. Like, no must, no fuss, Canada gets it done. <laughs> and then my cousin Jyoti, we'll post that one on our blog. She talks about, um, it's, a, it's very beautiful in its own way, about how her family, you know, wanted the American experience, so they quickly adopted American food. And she's from Florida, and um, both, of our, both of her parents are from Trinidad. So, um, you know, the, and the, the how when she became non-vegetarian, she would have lunch with her family and go have dinner so she could have meat at her friend's house. So she got a different American experience. So that is hers is a beautiful little tale, so we'll post that one. And um, what about you? Well, I had a couple friends post on my Facebook. I asked for stories about immigrant Thanksgivings. And one of my friends said that her grandmother's parents immigrated from France and Spain to the Gulf Coast. So her family always has incredible homemade gumbo for, oh, yes. yes. 
Isn't that amazing? Can they invite me over for Thanksgiving? Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> so um, another one, another friend said, a friend of mine said that her husband is Italian, uh, especially his father, and he's first generation Sicilian. So they end up having like legit Italian food oh my and like meatball sausage and raviolis. And then like that's the first and second course. Then they have the traditional American Thanksgiving and then she said, like, she has to, like, pace herself just to get past <laughs> horse soup. And then... Um, that is one of the most fundamental Thanksgiving right. traditions. <laughs> right. Our friend of the pod, Ishita Patel-Kent, sent us a message that she, she does do a couple of Indian sides with the traditional Thanksgiving meal. Sister, us too. <laughs> um, so, I have a friend named Sam that's, you know, he's married to an Indian woman and they make a vegetarian version of traditional Thanksgiving, but to her, it's boring. Where are the spices? <laughs> like, and he said, we have to stick with rice and dal and sabji and chapati, brother. So like, that sounds delicious to me. A friend um, of mine said that she has German food with hers. So like sauerkraut has to be in their traditional meal. I even have a friend who's like French and her husband's American and they don't really like traditionally celebrate Thanksgiving in Quebec. Uh So she actually for her Christmas meals has like her part of her family like moved to Venezuela for like several years. So they have empanadas. Oh my God. Yeah. With like their Christmas meal and stuff. So like, um, and in fact my gumbo, my friend whose family makes gumbo, they do that for Christmas. But like this, uh, family, she's going to have Indian food as their Thanksgiving meal. There's not an Indian person in their family, but that Indian food is so freaking good. She's just going to have Indian food for her. Okay. Isn't that great? Oh my God. That is great. I have two more, but before I get to them, I just want to say that I feel like there's a cultural exchange opportunity waiting to happen here where if you have an immigrant friend, like make a deal to go over to their house for dinner on Thanksgiving and fix you a plate. And then more than likely they want turkey because their family ain't about that lie, fam. So just invite Uh, them over for lunch. And everybody fixes plates. That's how we keep That's true. My my sister has to spend Thanksgiving with her in-laws this year. Normally it's our holiday and they get Christmas but we're swapping this year and she's really pumped because they do Indian food so she's like it's gonna be biryani for Thanksgiving that's <laughs> wrong not even, not even turkey biryani no just regular but biryani a Canadian family who would be down that's true <laughs> I promised her I would save her leftovers oh my gosh so I have one um, my uh, friend of the pod Shama she sent in this story that said I'm just gonna read it for you This is my immigrant Thanksgiving anecdote for you. My cousin was in college and would come to our house for holidays. He came from India to college. He wanted to bring his then white girlfriend. He asked my mother to make turkey for her. That didn't happen. No turkey, no girlfriend visit. He broke up with her and married the girl that his mother chose for him three weeks later on a trip to India. He claims it wasn't his mother's idea. That's how smooth my aunt is. (laughs) (laughs) That's why hate copy exists. Exactly. Exactly. And then uh, also a friend of the pod, Anne, who um, did find us on our local news debut um, and posted that, found... We are so sorry. (laughs) And uh, she is um, of an um, Asian-American diaspora. And she said, when I was growing up, 
I can't remember eating turkey. We might have had turkey, but our table was full of Asian food, like noodles, egg rolls, Korean beef, etc. And oh now God. that we're older and know how to cook for ourselves, we have American Thanksgiving, complete with corn, mashed potatoes, pumpkin pie, etc. Can your mom come to my Thanksgiving? Please give me some Korean food. That sounds unbelievable. Wait, you like egg rolls? My perfect place to live would be next to a drive through egg roll place. Like, that's all. <laughs> I have a Are we better friends now? Because I, I love egg rolls so much past the point that it's healthy. I love any tubed food. Like, sushi rolls, egg rolls, round empanadas, <laughs> Swiss rolls. I Anything. love that shit. So my, yes. my problem with egg rolls was that they were vegetarian and... Uh, there are non-vegetarian egg rolls. Okay, well, I've had the wrong ones, clearly. You, you have did. had the wrong ones. <laughs> we're going to go on a road trip right after this. No, yeah, <laughs> I, yeah, we are actually leaving to get food because you know we can't do these podcasts without food. We just want to say thank you to everybody. I know if you are probably not from an immigrant family... You don't probably understand why this is important, but if you're from an immigrant family or you married into one, um, please do continue to share our stories on our Facebook page. You can tweet at us. Should we say what we're thankful for? I think oh. I do want to say what. <laughs> no, stop. We are going to talk Collaborate about what we're and listen. before we sign off. <laughs> I'm going to say um, this past year, I've made a lot of strides to become autonomous and a self-supporting woman of agency who has the agency to take care of herself. I think out of all of the things in the world and in my life, I am most grateful for that. What about you? I am very grateful for my ability to slay dragons. And by that, I mean, I mean, um, when I write, sometimes I write about this version of myself I call mean me. And she's the root of a lot of my problems. And this year I'm very thankful for the fact that I have finally developed not always a successful method but more often than not a way to be like shut the fuck up bitch we got work to do and like just shut her the hell up like she has taken me down so many like you know mind trips don't and, do this and, don't yeah, do that yeah you can, women women don't why do, that. why do you think you should do that what makes you think you're good empowerment. enough like, you're becoming yeah empowered. so i'm thankful for the fact that through very very hard work i didn't give up on myself and can do that now what about you Anju? that is awesome um well i know that <laughs> this year of all years we definitely need to take some time to be thankful for things because god knows it's been hard mm-hmm. i am thankful for the friends that I've made through this podcast. Yay. I mean, not that we weren't friends before, obviously, but we are definitely better Dance. friends now. <laughs> That's the Zach attack song. Yes. The I'm talking about friends forever. I don't know the lyrics that I don't either. This. Well, that's a good segue into Angie finishing her thought. That we really interrupted. I'm cool with that. There's always time for memories of Saved by the Bell. And, 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 and Zach Attack. That's why we're good friends. And Zach Attack. <laughs> so yes, I'm definitely grateful for that. I'm definitely grateful for becoming, if nothing else, more woke, I think. Yes. And more like politically aware. Not that I didn't always care, but I'm definitely more attuned and more, more engaged than I've ever been. And that's pretty awesome, even if it's not for the best reason. Yeah, I, I have to appreciate y'all also because... I see something on the news and then I go, and and I go back into my personal corner and I cross stitch Beyonce quotes. Like I said in the last episode, I will watch Downton Abbey and cross stitch 
and get away from the internet forever. And then it's through these texts that I get from Pooja and Anju that remind me of the fucked up shit that's going on in the world. So I don't feel like I'm zooming in so hard that I'm not aware of what's going on. I have friends to remind me that there's fucked up shit happening yeah. and I can have we'll like keep warning you bells. Thank you for being so aware because my mental health can't handle it all the time. If nothing else, I feel like I've learned a lot this year. Twitter has weirdly helped with that. And hey, fuck you, Twitter, at you. the same time. Like, yeah. I, don't need to know I mean, what... I know that Twitter's not like the world's greatest thing. It's definitely a, a double-edged sword, but uh, I feel yeah. like... Curate it well enough. You learn so much. Yeah, I feel like I'm learning a lot. Yeah. Like, oh. Yeah, oh, I already I have two more I'm thankful for. I'm thankful for woke people on Twitter who do still take the time to fight trolls. And I'm also very thankful for the volunteers who subtitle my Korean dramas on the site. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> what are you thankful for? We, we want to know. Um, what are you thankful for this year? Because i got to tell you, uh, gratitude... According to shame researcher Brene Brown, my favorite author you all know, is the number one antidote toward the fear of uncertainty. If you think about what you are grateful for, then... What about fear of certainty? <laughs> if you fear certainty... Duck and cover. That's really, I don't know any human on this planet who's fear, who fears certainty. I mean, I don't fear, fear certainty. I fear things that are certain, like the fact that our planet is going okay. to hell in a handbasket. Right. Well, that, that also has in it a mix of uncertainty because you don't know how it's going to be handled. So it's truly what we fear is uncertainty. And gratitude is always the antidote to a fear of uncertainty because it reminds you of how rich you are and what you have and what there isn't to lose, even with the worst of circumstances. And it, it just, it's a way of, you know, basically giving your frontal lobes a little bit of power over the amygdala. I've been reading about trauma a lot lately. So and apparently into the, like the deep into the, the structure of the brain, brain. Yeah, PTSD. Okay. I am so sorry uh, for all of you listening. You know, it's good to practice gratitude for survival purposes because even perception of survival yeah it's good to practice gratitude because you are constantly surrounded by bad news because we are constantly surrounded by bad news it's good to turn inward and think about what we have so with that said this has been miranda anju and Pooja, and go in peace and power and with the jilted indian podcast <laughs> that everybody either loves chicken tikka masala on Thanksgiving or you don't. There's two distinct camps for that. Yeah, so, I think so. You know, and, and the new trend, trend in quotes, is uh, Cheeto dust, hot Cheeto dusted turkey. Gross. Ew. Why? Next, next year, it, I guarantee you, it'll you probably tikka. Why did you tandoori, have to go there? Tandoori That's turkey. I swear, I just recently read about someone doing that. A tandoori I chicken. I want to throw up right now. And tandoori I totally want to try a tandoori chicken. Or turkey, because that sounds amazing. No, no. I'm talking about Cheeto. No, that sounds disgusting. Turkey. I want to fucking throw up. That's All gross. Right, no. So, like... <laughs>